concepts like development and cooperation mean anything to you, you know those big words a little cloudy that hover somewhere between politics and humanitarianism. Well, at Supernova, we are an NGO, and development is the core of our work, it's our passion. So we'd love to take you on board and offer you an original approach that's true to who we are by inviting to our mic the privileged players and witnesses of a dynamic, ambitious and accessible world of development. Welcome to Voices of Development, a podcast created and produced by Supernova. Dear listeners, thank you for joining us on this third episode. Today I share with you one of the most memorable moments I lived in Ukraine while I was there last July with Alexandre Chatillon, the CEO of Supernova, for a scoping mission in preparation of an intervention to support Ukraine's economic resilience in time of war. There we met Katerina. Katerina is like a cyclone, carrying you along with her energy and patience. She leads the NGO Veteranka. It is at the core of Supernova that we support small organizations that with a little help can make a big impact and which, with our technical and financial support, can go even further, even longer. With Veteranka, we haven't been disappointed. We arrived one morning in a building on the outskirts of Kiev after a night interspersed with air alerts. Arriving at Veteranka is quite something. A mountain of donations and boxes wait at the entrance in front of a large flag that sets the scene. Next come the sewing workshops, the advocacy area, the donation area. But I leave that to Katerina to explain better than I can. Hi, Katerina. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Voices of uh, Development. I'm really, really happy to be uh, with you here in Ukraine, in your office. How is everything going? Uh, great. And uh, I uh, also uh, glad to see you here. Thank you very much. For the people who are listening to the podcast, can you explain them who you are? Uh, my name is Katerina Primak. Uh, I'm a head of uh, Ukrainian uh, Women Veterans Movement. It's NGO which protects uh, female rights in army and uh, after serve uh, when they become veterans. Um, I serve uh, in 2014-2015 uh, like a part of uh, a volunteer uh, battalion, hospitaliers. It's a uh, paramedics and after surf. Uh, I was a part of our advocacy campaign Invisible Battalion and in 2018 we started to form our organization like community with uh, different rules, uh, different meetings uh, where we uh, unify and plan our strategy of organization and what we need to do uh, to, for women empowerment. What brought you to the army at the first place? Uh, because uh, of revolution of dignity, of course, we fight for our freedom uh, in peaceful <laughs> actions. But uh, a lot of us, a lot of Ukrainians felt this unifying energy. And after this uh, started war, a lot of people have a, a desire to protect their homes. So this is why a lot of women also started to serve. But they serve uh, on uh, fake positions uh, because, uh, in fact, they have a combat position, combat profession, but in their document they was uh, seamstresses, cookers, storage men and others. So uh, that's why we, uh, my friend Maria, uh, I uh, met her on Maidan, on Revolution of Dignity, and she initiated 
the advocacy campaign invisible battalion because she started to check uh, different uh, points and uh, because she has a uh, uh, training um, with uh, drones and she saw that a lot of women on serving they don't have uh, clear um, activities clear uh, position clear profession and uh, started to work with girls uh, teach them drones um, and saw a big potential the first uh, stage it was research mm-hmm. uh, which uh, show that uh, women have have uh, serious issues uh, on this serving it's a lot of sexism a lot of uh, barriers for them and the main it's of course uh, that a lot of uh, uh, combat professions was prohibited for them mm-hmm. during three years we uh, work with media we work with parliament we work with different uh, ngos and in 2018 we changed the law and uh, started to form our community to continue this uh, advocation for the, the, for women in army because it's uh, uh, like uh, what we do for us for ourselves that's why you you created veteranka i guess yes uh, what uh, what basically is veteranka uh, basically it's uh, firstly it's community of female veterans uh, we have uh, Uh, less than 1,000 uh, girls uh, with uh, combat experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our place <laughs> where we uh, learn their needs mm-hmm. uh, and uh, then plan our advocacies. Uh, also, we like team of NGO, we uh, provide different projects for uh, female veterans, uh, firstly, because uh, it's uh, a really huge uh, issues uh, to come back to the peaceful life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to create everything from from over. Mm-hmm. It's a complex question how to come back uh, to the peaceful life. It's about your health, it's about your mental health, and it's about your social um, life social life of course your professional life your job because uh, everybody uh, here when they serve we are heroes we are so cool and when they come back they need social approval it's hard because uh, they become more vulnerable and for women we have more barriers because for example if you serve and your husband uh, waiting you as a society can uh, shame on it yes Mm -hmm. that's why we work of course with information uh, and uh, um, tell for Ukrainian society stories of successful uh, women on surf and after surf and um, support uh, our sisters in arms in every initiatives for example if they want to go to the legislative power or executive power uh, and uh, take a part on elections we uh, support them uh, because we know that if you was uh, on war on combat actions um, is this country for you it's uh, very important so that's why we we want to empower uh, women on this path which can lead mm-hmm. uh, like we support uh, female leadership you know the resolution 1325 un the more uh, women uh, in the army then less conflicts uh, in the world mm-hmm. and uh, it's about long-term 
uh, peace. Mm-hmm. Um, how did the, how is the the war affecting women? Uh, war affecting everybody. Um, we can't uh, talking about uh, gender roles because death uh, don't have uh, gender. Um, we can talk about females, of course, so when they are su- civilians and it's uh, more dangerous for them than for men. Uh, our enemy have not only strategy to kill us, also to scare us. And uh, one of uh, the way of terror of uh, civilians, it's um, violence to women or to children. We also work with civilian women because we have experience and they have a trust to us. And uh, that's why on the first uh, um, period of uh, big invasion, uh, we started to do different trainers to uh, teach them to drive a car, for example, to uh, have an opportunity to run from the combat actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, we teach people Uh, tactical medicine, how to help uh, uh, yourself or your close uh, uh, person uh, to save your life uh, if you was injured. So uh, everybody affected on war, we like live in more weak position like girls, uh, but it's not true because uh, a lot of women also uh, decided to uh, go to surf because uh, it's our duty, this is our homes. Uh, for the last uh, couple of days with Alexandre, we have been here in Kiev and we have heard the alarms. Like, how does it affect your, your, day, your daily life and, and uh, maybe your, your mental health as well? My mental health uh, affected uh, um, because of uh, a lot of work at first. Mm-hmm. Um, after uh, Kiev was surrounded by Russians, Uh, these uh, alarms, uh, it's not so uh, scary for us, uh, so be used with uh, alarms. But it's uh, also a problem because our in- instinct of um, survival? survival, yes, become uh, weaker? weaker, yes, yeah. become weaker. Um, and uh, I saw on the front line also Uh, such cases, but it's more dangerous. Yeah. Of course, we like uh, become more fatalistic uh, in this period. I know about a lot of cases of miracle when you go to parents because you have uh, uh, this idea, uh, I need to go and see them. And uh, after one hour you leave, your house ruined.
most pressing um, issues that uh, you are targeting or would like to target at Veteranka? The main problem, and of course it's uh, the uh, hardest, uh, it's uh, Soviet... um, Way of thinking? Way of thinking, yes, in army. So we need to change at first uh, a mindset mm-hmm. uh, to change our army quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, because female on, in army, it's about human rights. Uh, if we want to win the war with Russia, we need to value our human rights mostly. We are much weaker uh, military unit uh, because they have a lot of resources, a lot of people, but our potential and our power is to be humans uh, and to protect this right. Not every woman can serve, but if she wants, we need to organize everything for uh, her uh, growth. How do you facilitate uh, the daily life of women serving? Uh, firstly, we advocate female uniform on supplying f- uh, from army and parallel we uh, develop female uniform and to provide it for female soldiers fr- on front line. Mm-hmm. Also, we advocate uh, hygienic uh, supplying for women. It's a problem because uh, you don't have tampons or any... If you uh, sit in tranchet on zero point and you don't have uh, uh, pharmacies to buy something, mm-hmm. A lot of uh, question of medicine, uh, about uh, gender-sensitive medicine. We need more gynecologists, for example, because we have more uh, women. But we have a problem with it because uh, if you are um, a military doctor, you uh, study a lot of years, and to become a gynecologist, you need to study plus uh, two years uh, from your this point, and they lazy. They don't want. Uh, they don't have uh, so huge motivation to help women. That's why we ne- we advocate uh, um, reforms uh, because we need a clear transparency mechanism to protect s- yourself in every institution and to protect your rights. But we have less sexism on the front line. This sexism uh, exists in cabinets uh, when this problem of Soviet brain uh, also exists. But it become less, of course. Uh, but we need to change uh, quicker than we change now to uh, win this war. Uh, I w- want to mm, say uh, thank you uh, every person who support Ukraine. It's very important to us and we feel everything and know everything and uh, because of uh, your support, we survive. Thank you, Katarina. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for listening to the episode till the end. With very little time for the recording, Katarina and I did not have the opportunity to tackle all the topics we wanted to share with you. Katarina then wrote a few words that I'm reading now. Dear Salome, following the recording of the podcast, there are two points I would like to add. Among the challenges we would like to address in the upcoming period, we would like to support the economic reintegration of women who have been discharged and sent to hospitals because they have been injured on the battlefront. It is a hard and long path for them to reintegrate their families and their professional lives. 
Aside from providing financial assistance to pay the hospital bills, we would like to provide adaptive vocational training, psychological support and coaching so that no matter how long the rehabilitation period is, they feel included, supported and then ready to go back to their lives. Though, and this is my second point, our organization is facing strong structural and resource mobilization challenges due to a lack of fundings and support. I hope we'll work together with Supernova and other actors to move forward. And obviously, it is our hope at Supernova as well. After our visit, we worked on a proposal not only to work on Ukraine's economic resilience and recovery, but also to support women's access to dignity and dignified economic opportunities in times of war, and for their contribution to be multiplied and acknowledged. We are currently looking for funding to transform this intervention into reality. If you want to learn more about it, please contact us.